The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of The Health Hero Show. I came in too hot and had to restart this podcast because... Um, you know, I got too excited, so you guys didn't know that, but now you do. So today in the house, um, something a little different, uh, something that is important to your health through the freedom aspect. And today we're going to get into something that, especially for you business owners out there, and even for those of you personally, if you've been wondering about cyber security, what to do about it, how to protect yourself on a personal level to make sure that people are not reading your emails, which they are when you sign up for a Gmail account or a Hotmail account. They basically own that data. You don't, right? So that's not cool. That should be protected. Um, I believe it should be under the United States Postal Service because it's just like sending mail. They already have that infrastructure in place, um, but they don't. And so um, companies like SciWest.com, um, SciWest.com um, have formed and they're providing solutions. And especially for business owners, you business owners out there, you have data and stuff like that that you want to you know, your inner office communications and stuff like that. And you don't want somebody spying on you because the bottom line is, is these these big tech companies are in bed with government. It's GovTech. That's where we're at right now. That's the level of, uh, I guess, uh, um, I don't know. They're just they're just they're just together. I mean, that's just what it is. It's deep, and all of your information is is being shared. And so, if you don't like that, if you're into you know having your own uh, sovereignty when it comes to your business, your business communications. Um, any, you know, maybe you have, uh, some intellectual property and stuff like that. That's important to you. That's the core of your business. It's kind of a, you, you have to do this stuff. You have to do this stuff. So typically, you know, we have a lot of people come, a lot of docs coming on here, people sharing their stories of recovery, fitness, gut health, you know, all kinds of stuff. But occasionally there are things like this that are, you know, that are in our lives. I mean, tech is not going away any time soon. We're all getting involved in it more and more and more. More people are buying online than ever. And there's more fraud than ever. Um, since last um, uh, November, you know, I've probably been frauded 25,000 bucks just on my company side of things. So we've had to put measures in place, upgrade our software, do these things. So I'm telling you, and even on the personal side, my personal PayPal account got hacked, like 20 grand. I got the money back. But then when I was trying to get it back, there was something online where I'm trying to get a hold of PayPal because you can't get a hold of them. And I got a hold of some fraud company and then they were trying to fraud me. It, was, it wasn't even PayPal, but they pretended to be. So there's just a lot of crap going on out there. And good, decent people need other good, decent people to work with that can solve these problems so we can sleep well at night. So today I've got the president of SciWest.com on, Cyrus Noriala. Cyrus, thanks for being here, my friend. Hey, thank you, Tim. Appreciate you coming on. So. And I know for some of you that are like, you're meditating, you're doing yoga, you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about this tech stuff. But the reality is, is like, if somebody steals your bank account information, or they're stealing uh, some private information, um, and it messes up your life, then you are sucked into it. So if you have a smartphone, if you're sending emails, if you're using a cloud-based server to keep information, documents and stuff for your personal life, maybe it's your music, maybe it's your... Uh, for your, for your patients or whatever like that. Maybe you're a naturopathic doctor, uh, whatever you're doing. Uh, maybe you're a colon hydrotherapist, a homeopath, doctor, whatever. It, 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 you have to protect this stuff. So, but before we get into all that, because we're going to get into these problems and the solutions at the end, I, um, what's cool about Cyrus is, is he's kind of, he's woke up like all of you listening. He understands what's going on with his health. And so I thought, first off, we'd just get to know you a little bit, bud. So, um, where, where'd you come from? And then maybe you can tell us a little about your health journey and and uh, maybe we can even talk about your, unfortunately, the, the employee and friend that uh, you lost through the medical system during COVID. Yeah, so um, I've been actually very politically active um, going back to the 90s. Um, I used to write a lot of articles and stay up to speed on, on what was going on uh, with our government. I think the only thing in the 90s that I really wasn't... Uh, 
up to speed on was just how much of a uniparty that we're dealing with in our government today. And, um, but, uh, you know, so I've always had this kind of um, think for yourself, critical thinking approach to many facets in my life. And um, I know with your show being about your health and and your eating habits and things like that, that was just one of those categories that uh, was always a part of my thinking. Um, I've always been very physically active. Um, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, uh, you know, is both technical in nature, but both also physical and athletic in nature. And so, you know, having the ability to be outside and be able to play while I'm outside has always been something that's very important to me. And of course, as I aged, I'm now 55 years old. Um, I still want to be able to be as active as I was uh, when I was younger. So that was always very important to me. Um, so I do um, practice what I preach. Um, I have a very healthy regimen that I follow. Um, both in terms of what I put into my body and when I put it into my body, also my exercise routines. And these are all things that um, go into um, me as a person and, and what I like to do uh, for myself. So, and it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where your brain is connected to the rest of your body. And so a lot of the, some of the tech guys, you know, will just drink coffee 24-7 and eat Hershey bars until they pass out or Snickers and then wake up and do it all over again. Right. And they just, they're so fascinated there. They enjoy their craft so much, but at the same time, they're literally crashing their body's ability to um, perform at the highest level. And so you're one of the few that's like, probably in general, one of the few that has gotten this concept. And I can tell you guys, for the most of you, I know you're listening. You can't see Cyrus, but he's, he's fit. He's fit. He's healthy. He's 55. And I can tell, like what kind of fit, what, what, what fitness type of stuff do you do? Or are you able to do? Um, well, as I've gotten older, my exercise routines have changed quite a bit. So instead of, you know, when, when I was younger, I would probably go for something a little bit heavier on the weight. Um, and I wouldn't have to focus so much on my cardiovascular as much because, you know, when you're young, everything repairs so quickly. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've kind of flipped that and I'm doing lighter weights, uh, higher reps. I'm doing much, uh, a lot more cardio. I'm doing uh, a lot of routines that force me to keep my heart rate going at a certain uh, rate. And, uh, and at times I will hit my, uh, my max heart rate. Um, and then I'm always making sure that, and I'm very consistent. Um, and then in addition to that, one of the things I was not very good at when I was younger was putting in that time for rest. So uh, now I'm much more balanced in terms of how I approach those exercises. When I give my body time to rest, my recovery is a lot slower today than it was before. But I'm finding actually that when I have modified the exercises and I have really focused down on the foods that I eat um, to help my body repair, that I'm able to do all of those things that I was able to do in my younger days. And in some cases, I actually feel better uh, than I did uh, when I was younger. I think I took a lot of liberties when I was young because I could, uh, yeah. and now I'm not. So uh, being that more strict about it and uh, that more dedicated and disciplined, uh, of course, our lifestyles change when we get a little bit older too. So it's sometimes a little bit easier to become more disciplined. So that's, uh, you know, I have a set routine. Um, you know, I have certain days that I exercise. I have certain days uh, that I eat certain foods. Um, and I kind of cycle every three to four weeks on that. And then I'll probably take a, a rest period and then I'll get back into my cycles again. Very smart, very smart. Just like the, the earth has seasons, right? We have spring and summer and fall and winter. So a lot of people, um, that's kind of next level what we do with our coaching students. We kind of get, we build the structure first, right? Get their pre-bedtime routine. We get their bedtime routine or the, or the time they go to bed. And usually people are going to bed between 11 and literally two. And then we start cranking that back 30 minutes at a time every two, three, four weeks until six months later, they're going to bed. Most people between nine and 10. And they, in the beginning, they're like, I'm a night owl. And then they, you know, six months later, they're like, wow, I feel so amazing. Like I'm. I'm 
it's the same thing. You're just moving the clock. You're just getting back into those circadian uh, circadian rhythms, right? The, the Schumann and Resonance, and Carnegie Curve, all these little things we've learned that the that the Earth is actually a living organism. I remember freaking out about this when I was like, I remember after I learned, you know, got into health, I, they were panning back from the Earth, and all of a sudden the rivers, I'd be like, those are veins and capillaries. You know, they looked exactly the same. I'm like, wow, this is, the earth is like a living, breathing thing. The clouds are like the irises and the clouds move and they keep a constant temperature in the earth, depending on what's coming on, on the outside. It's quite amazing, actually. So um, I'm really happy that you are, you know, taking uh, you're you're taking your health like to another level. Like a lot of people aren't doing this, but you, you mentioned something earlier about, you know, you don't recover as fast. It's like, you know, we're going to have to geek out on this maybe off. But like, dude, see this thing over here? Like, this is a, this is, that is, a, as soon as we get off this recording, I'm going to be, that's going to be, I have a cannula that's going right back on me. I breathe molecular hydrogen pretty much all day when I'm working. And I'm also breathing it at night. Hmm. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. Okay. Because, you know, as we age, one thing that happens is our stem cell production goes down, right? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the reasons um that people's stem cell production is bad in the first place is because there's a actually a specialized bacteria that's in the colon and its job is to break the hydrogen carbon bond and release hydrogen into the system that that specialized bacteria has been wiped out since the 60s most people don't even have it mm. so we don't our body doesn't have the ability to release hydrogen well why is that a big deal because when your hydrogen levels drop the first thing that drops is your stem cell production and then mm. your immune system and your organ systems and then you die so what ends up happening, I learned this from George Wiseman, and I'm like, dude, I'm having ridiculous results. And so what happens is, if you have, do you have any scars on your body? Uh, yeah, I have a few. Okay. So in eight months on this machine, George's scars were gone, right? So it ran, he, he said that what he learned was, is that when your stem cells are producing at proper levels, they would completely heal your body. You wouldn't have scars. So he had all these scars from growing up on the ranch and stuff, and like his whole body healed up. And he didn't change his diet or nothing. Now, since then, he's gotten into organic food and he's went further. But in the beginning, he, he was just eating a standard American diet. And his body started healing up because it started flooding his body with molecular hydrogen. So I've um, my, my scar tissue is um, just a little bit over half gone now since last December when I started breathing this stuff. And I also drink the water. I, I have two liters of water a day I drink with the hydrogen bubble through it. So I got a lot of bunch of little hacks like that. I think you'll appreciate them, and especially since you love being fit and you want to you have kids? You got kids out there? Yeah, I have three girls. How old are they? Uh, 33, 22, and 20. Okay, so you started pretty young. Well, that's okay. Grandkids are probably there. Uh, one. We just got our first in March. <laughs> that's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. I went back to this high school reunion thing. Like A lot of us are in our 50s now, and it's like a few of them are grandmas and grandpas. I'm like, well, I guess my son, my oldest son, will be 24 in, uh, next March. I'm like, it's it could happen any day now. I could be a grandpa. It's like weird. <laughs> but it's, you know, when you get started in, that's the way it is, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really cool, man. All right. So um, what I'm thinking of here is like, anyway, I'll just share all that stuff with you. I got a bunch of stuff. But um, was there anything else? Um, uh, why don't we talk about your friend? Because I know you're, you're into health. You're fit yourself. Uh, you're totally a nerd at it like I am. So, and, and our listeners are going to appreciate that. I just want you guys to know, it's like, he's one of us. Like, he's really into health. He's, a, you know, not for right or left. He's about working class people and protecting business owners and protecting people's privacy and your freedom. Because without your freedom, um, you can't fight for your health. It's just not going to happen, right? So, what happened to your, your it was like a friend and a coworker? Yeah, so... Um... He was actually an employee of our company, but uh, we had a previous um, life in business together, you know, working as colleagues. So he was actually a personal friend for probably about 24, 25 years. And he worked with us here at SciWest for approximately 17 years. Um he he came down with COVID and interesting about this story too, I actually had two employees come down with COVID around the, at the same time. And this friend of mine was one of them, but they had two extremely different results because they took two different paths to solve their, their, their issue. Um, they both had the exact same symptoms. They came down with COVID. They were, they had fever um, and then they had uh, pneumonia 
that came along with it. Uh, one of our employees went the naturopathic route uh, to treating the COVID. His doctor prescribed for him a broad spectrum antibiotic just in case it was bacterial instead of viral on the pneumonia. And then um, he dosed with ivermectin. Um, and in four days, he broke his fever. And the only thing he was fighting after that was the pneumonia, which the antibiotic took about two weeks to clear up. Um, the other person that you just brought up, um, who was a close personal friend also, uh, he had the exact same symptoms. He started to dose with ivermectin and he broke his fever and he got himself past that, but his breathing wasn't getting better with the pneumonia. So his wife is a registered nurse and she took him to the hospital that she works at. Um, and that's important to this story because here was um, a very highly regarded registered nurse who worked at the ER of this hospital she took her husband to. And as soon as they heard the word COVID, they immediately put him into the COVID wing of the hospital. And all of a sudden, the decisions that they wanted to make for their health care were out the window. And everything was being di dictated by the CDC's uh, protocol that they had to follow. Uh, she asked them to do a, uh, a simple sputum test which is just collecting the spit just to determine if his pneumonia was bacterial rather than viral. And they refused. They said that because he had COVID that it was definitely a viral infection. Um, she disagreed because his white blood cell count was very high, which indicated that he had probably had a bacterial infection. Um, but they stuck to their refusal of doing anything for a good two weeks. In the meantime, they started actually experimenting on him with different medications. Uh, and she, in the process, had acquired um, power of attorney. So they were supposed to run everything through her before they did anything to her husband. And they actually violated that power of attorney as well. He eventually was put on a respirator. Uh, they started giving him remdesivir, which you know causes renal failure. They gave him some other medications that I can't name at the moment. Um, however, uh, it wasn't until he was already on the respirator and they were giving him all these other drugs that they finally did a sputum test and found out that it was in fact bacterial pneumonia. And unfortunately he laid there and drowned in his own lungs because the pneumonia had gone too far. And she conducted an autopsy because she is going to court over this. Uh, she had an autopsy done and they found two forms of bacteria in his lungs that were responsible for the pneumonia. So it was a very, very sad time um, for us as a company, but, but also it was a, a very hard personal loss. I actually have uh, maintained my relationship with his widow. Um, I help the family out as much as we can. We actually help her with our technology too. Um, she has kept all of her files, her documentation, um, her phone calls that she's recorded. Um, we're here in Utah, and in Utah, it's a one-way, one-party state. You don't have to tell the other party that you're recording the phone call. So she has the conversations with the doctors and the nurses uh, that were involved with her husband's care, and we actually house all of that information for her in our cloud environment and keep it safe and secure there. And we do work with the... Uh, Health, Health uh, Independence Alliance organization that she now belongs to because of uh, her experience. Wow. Just writing that down because I've heard of them, Health Independence Alliance. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one when you're watching. You watch, you know, I, I it's like, and I know 2.0 is coming. You know, it's just like, it's just a matter of time before they're going to, it's going to start forcing masks again. I wonder how many people are going to fall for it this time. Right, right. And I, even even the person that you did, they did, you know, more. It was still a, it was still a Western medical approach, from what you told me, right? Yeah. But, you know, but it was it was a, a drug that actually works for this. Um, you know, it, it, this this stuff drew, drive drives me nuts because, like, I I I remember I have it in my hands. There's an article from the Los Angeles Times. There was a doctor up in uh, Seattle that was very early on when COVID happened. He was treating elderly COVID patients. 
and he, um, uh, Dr. Ryan Paget was his name. He's 44 years old. He's a former football player. And uh, I think it was like in the Rose Bowl or something. I mean, it was like high level football in college, right? Big tough dude. And he comes down with it. And then at the very end, they're like, they put him on the respirator and down goes his health, right? Those old respirator, respirator things were, were freaking stupid. You don't, when somebody's lungs are full of liquid, you don't put more pressure on them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they said, we tried this radical treatment out of China and all this stuff. And we put him on an immunosuppressant drug and high dose vitamin C IV. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've been, I, I've known about high dose vitamin C IV since 2011. And it's like how powerful they are. If you get pneumonia or you get a uh, flu, you get a cold. I mean, you get anything you want to, that, that vitamin C IV is powerful stuff. It actually regulates that, that cytokine storm, like a shock absorber. It's unbelievable. And even Dr. Shiva came out and said that hundred gram drip of vitamin C, you know, every day until better, basically. And for, for people that are extreme and all the time, I, I can't, I'm the biggest high dose vitamin CIV person you've ever met. We talk about it all the time and people don't even know about us, but they had it in Los Angeles times early on when one of the medical people healed of it and nobody, they don't, nobody's talking about it. And then all of a sudden people started getting their website shut down for promoting vitamin D. Yeah. And then all you see is they're taking our hard earned tax dollars and they're putting them on billboards to promote vaccination. So getting jabbed and stuff like that it's like you know rushing rushing these jabs and stuff which are now found out that they had to change the whole definition of a vaccine to make these things fit it they weren't even vaccines like it's come on it's just so obvious so you know um you know i i just i don't like using the word sorry anymore because it's i think it's such a weak debilitating word but i know i'm just uh, my heart goes out to you and your family and to that that nurse and all that she had to go through because the the solutions are right there. They're so simple, but the the system's broken. So it's just like what Scott Shahar is stay out of the hospitals. They're they're really scary places to go, unfortunately. And it's and there's good people working there too. The nurses and some of the doctors are awesome people. They're saving lives. My life was saved with emergency surgery. But anyway, all right. So that is um background on Cyrus. Um and dude, so we're gonna take a quick break. I really appreciate you sharing all that stuff and getting intimate with us. That was really cool. We get back, we're gonna get into these secure-based cloud services and how you can start protecting your data um, so you can protect your freedom, so you can have good health. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health. The best part? It is super gentle, and there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my uh, my friend, my new friend, Cyrus Noriala uh, with CyWest.com at CyWest.com. So you guys, you know, I've learned a little bit about tech because I have an e-commerce platform with ChemicalFreeBody.com. And, you know, there's a lot to that. You, you just can't mess around. Like, you know, people are giving us their credit card information. We work with these, um, you know, various third parties, you know, like, authorized.net you know different banking systems we have merchant accounts because we you know people are giving us their credit card information but it's all it all has to be secured we actually don't even we don't even aren't even allowed to touch it it's like it's housed in these you know it's all rules and stuff which is good for that but what about you know um so there's two there's two people here like the main focus here with Cy West, you're basically it's business owners right why don't you tell us like your like your main client and then the problems they have but for those of you that don't own a business, you know, stick around. Don't because you probably know somebody that does, or maybe you know a business where you have your information housed, and maybe you want to turn these guys on to them so they can get their stuff protected. We have to get away from government stuff and anything that's Google based, Amazon based. These are all, you know, they're they're in, like I said, it's GovTech. So why don't you tell us who your ideal client is and what these problems that you started seeing, or maybe maybe even before that, like how how SiteWest got started. Yeah, um, that's. A little bit of a long story, but I'll, I'll try to keep it <laughs> for the show. But okay. uh, 
Yeah, so we started back in, I actually started the company in 1997. We didn't incorporate until 1998. And back then we were doing strictly communications. Uh, and, you know, as you know, this is a very high, highly regulated uh, industry. So a lot of the problems that we actually see in medicine uh, and in our health situation are, are the same problems that we see in tech. Um, but we started with the communications uh, first, and then we did a lot of development work to monitor uh, those uh, communications uh, infrastructures that we were designing for our customers. And that just kind of naturally um, evolved into us hosting applications inside of that network. And these are we're usually closed business networks, so we're not talking about the Internet uh, at this stage. Um, and so when, as we were hosting these software applications for the clients inside of these communications infrastructures, this is what we now call cloud today. Uh, that's how cloud is being marketed. So, but back in those days, we had to do a lot of uh, physical infrastructure. We had to build racks of servers and we had to put together a lot of things in physical data centers and tie that into the communications network that we were building. Um, so our customers tended to be uh, mid to, to large size type um, companies. When we, at the very early stages, we had also had a lot of smaller customers as well. Manufacturing plants, for example, uh, would, would, will use us today. But um, so, but our clients are usually multiple offices. They have to interconnect and communicate with those offices. They have uh, data as well as voice and video needs. Um, a lot of our customers are in certain industries that require privacy, like the legal industry, uh, Department of Defense, uh, things of that nature. So we really have to get into um, the weeds when it comes to security and securing some of that information. So we not only get into some of the commercial um, security compliance standards, but we actually go beyond that and get into some of the military compliance standards as well. Um, so, and you know, the, the way the company really started, uh, which was a, a nice way for you to segue talking about the health is that that same mindset and approach that I've always had with um, exercise and diet and, and keeping ourselves healthy is the same uh, mindset that I use in tech. Uh, and I don't know, you know how old or young your audience is and, and what range of age, but in 1996, uh, during the Clinton administration, they passed the, uh, the, the Telecom Act, the 96 Telecom Act. And what that essentially did is it made internet more available to everyone. Uh, back in those days, in the 90s, a, a company would, would buy a circuit that would give them one and a half megs to the internet and it would cost them $5,000 a month. The, the 96 Telecom Act deregulated the industry and allowed competition to come in. Um, if you remember, wherever you live, you probably had a monopolized uh, telephone company in your area. That's not really the case anymore. And that's because of that 96 Telecom Act. So what happened through competition was that newer technologies came to the forefront and prices began to drop. And now people are doing, you know, hundreds of megs, uh, you know, for $50, $60 a month, um, which sounds crazy uh, where we started in the 90s. Um, but um but the point yeah, you're talking about when those guys had briefcase and they open it up and then they had a phone in there. Yeah, uh, that 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 did exist. There were a few car phones uh, here and there, but they were they were very rare. In fact, I had a friend with a car phone uh, in his. It was like super expensive. You're like that dude's loaded if he's got a phone and a briefcase. <laughs> yeah, and they have a little antennas on in in the window, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but my, my, the point here is that it's a very highly regulated industry and you can see how the market really isn't dictating the price of these things. It's the government regulation, whether it's pulled back or it's brought to bear on a particular industry. And that's, what's really dictating the price. Um, so it's not really a free market, uh, situation. And, you know, we have these bureaucracies like the FCC who, who will uh, regulate these industries in tech with regard to telecommunications and cloud. 
But the reality is there's a, a phenomenon knows, known as the revolving door policy. And these bureaucrats who work inside of these agencies are looking for jobs when their tenure is up and they usually get hired by, by the very companies that they're regulating. And that revolving door go, flows both ways. So really it's about their career advancement and their salaries uh, and the lobby dollars that those um, companies that they're regulating spend on in government. And the consumer is really the one that's left out of the out in the cold. They're not being protected at all. And that is exactly what's happening uh, in the medical industry too. Uh, if you look at the medical insurance industry and how it's broken up into territories and monopolies uh, in the territories that those medical insurance companies will cover, um, that is exactly how the telecom industry was set up prior to the 96 Telecom Act. So what's the, what's the downside to the consumer with these types of policies? Uh, well, besides increased cost. Yeah, a lot of there's there's a, a large amount of collusion going on between the largest of companies in, in the telecom and tech space uh, and the government. And a lot of the companies that are the behemoths of today were actually started uh, by funding mechanisms through the government. So, you know, you mentioned Google, I think, earlier. And Google is one of those companies. Google uh, took in dollars uh, from the U.S. government as well as, as well as venture capitalists. And uh, one of the funders uh, behind Google was a company called InQtel, which happens to be the funding mechanism for the CIA. And I can tell you that back in 1997, 98, when Google came on the scene, they were not the number one search engine. In fact, they were very late to the game. And the number one search engine at the time was Yahoo. And then we also had Webcrawler and Excite and a bunch of other search engines. Uh, and then suddenly the news media jumped in and they started asking you the question, so are you Googling? And they, they essentially turned their company name into a verb. And so now today, all of us say, I just Googled something. And yeah, that's my full market domination. That's like Kleenex as an example. Yeah. There's exactly. tissues, right? But mm -hmm. when you think of like you no know, tissues, you're thinking Kleenex. Yeah, stop and get me some Kleenex at the store, honey. Right. right? Just Google that shit. And yeah, so they've made it synonymous because they have that mark. This is this is one of the powers of media. It's when it's in a coordinated effort, which they're all reading off the teleprompters and they're told what to do. It's very powerful. Like the price of broccoli seed doubled overnight when uh, that researcher, Dr. Paul Talley, um, uh at uh, Johns Hopkins at the Cancer Research Institute there, found that the phytochemical suplorothane, they were studying it from broccoli, it killed cancer better than anything he'd ever seen in 50 years. Mm -hmm. And so that leaked out through the news, and because of that, broccoli prices doubled. And they've, they've always been more ever since. That's how powerful that news media approach is. So they were able to take a company that was funded by venture capitalists because they probably knew what was going to happen. Who the government's going to get on this? They're funded by the government and by what was the name of that company? It was the CIA. InQtel. InQtel funded Google, and then all of a sudden the news media picks them up. There's their marketing arm controlled by government, right? It's it's right there in front of people's faces. Right. Like I just try to tell people, like not only do you want to turn the news off to calm your nervous system so you can heal and be a fully functioning human being. But, you know, whatever they're spewing out there is, you know, 98% of it's bullshit. It's the, the exact opposite of reality and what's going on. But if people are just hooked on it, they just sit there and watch it over and over and watch Fox News and CNN and think it's, they're all the same. Even though they make them look like they're against each other, they're not. It's just this, it's, it's uh, WWF wrestling. That's what it really is. And people are picking sides, picking, you're, are you going to vote for Hulk Hogan or are you going to vote for... You know, Andre the Giant. And right. At the end, at the end of the deal, it's just, a, it's just a show. Right. You know, it's just, just a show. Okay. So, so you noticed. Um, so, well, we were going to get into solutions in the next segment. So, so what about the privacy part? Like, so what, what's the problems with? Um, I mean, I mean, it's kind of obvious to me. It's like, do you want, do you want the government and everybody accessing your stuff? I mean, right. So, it, what, what are the problems that you're solving for? for your clients that you're seeing out there? 
So the real problem is that there is no, um, unfortunately, there is no way that you can make yourself 100% bulletproof when it comes to the privacy of your information. And one of the big reasons for that is a lot of the encryption technologies that we use, the government has a back door to. And in fact, it's illegal for you to transmit anything over an encryption algorithm that the government can't break. So- uh, Is that part of that act? Yeah, the Espionage Act of 1917. Um, and violation of this actually um, has penalties in there that go as far as the death penalty um, for transmitting certain things like that. In fact, the Rosenbergs uh, from World War II were actually uh, convicted and executed um, under the Espionage Act. And they're the only Americans to have been executed, but others have been jailed. And you can also look up uh, Phil Zimmerman. Uh, he was a computer science engineer that came out of MIT. And in 1991, he put out an encryption algorithm called Pretty Good Privacy or PGP as it's known. And uh, PGP is an encryption algorithm that nobody can break. So the government went after him under the Espionage Act and threatened him with jail. And he proceeded to come out with PGP 2.0. And that gave the, the government the back door and they laid off of him. Uh, but if you have PGP 1.0 and an older operating system, you can encrypt everything on your hard drive and nobody can get into that information. Um, so, I mean, there's an inherent problem uh, in the digital landscape when it comes to protecting your data. So the best that we can really try to do is to minimize that attack or that risk surface um, for the activities that we're doing in this environment that really the government is controlling. And I also want your audience to know as well that every carrier, meaning AT&T, Verizon, whoever the carrier is, it doesn't really matter, uh, through your cell phone, through your computer, however you're getting to the internet, every one of them has um, an appliance at the edge of their network that the NSA is collecting all communication that traverses the internet. So, and all of that information is being archived. And they, you may not be a person of interest today, but if you're a person of interest tomorrow, they're going to go back to those archives and find out what your phone conversations were, what your video uh, interactions were, what your data, email, everything, and all of those interactions were. So, um, and the other problem is, so those are the telecom companies that are colluding with government. The other problem is these cloud companies like Microsoft, Office 365, and Amazon, AWS, and, and Google Cloud with Google Docs. Um, first of all, they're colluding with the government as well. Second of all, they're not even encrypting your data. In fact, your data is going on their servers, on their hard disk drives, unencrypted. And not only is it unencrypted, but it's being replicated in their data centers around the world. And now you have other governments uh, involved in the handling of your data because the rules that exist here in the United States are not the same rules that exist in the EU or even in countries like China. So it's Im important to be aware of how data gets replicated once it hits that digital landscape and how you can actually protect yourself uh, and reduce that risk posture that you have. Um, and then one thing that I would like to just tell your audience as well is when you share things digitally, it's not the way that you think of sharing in the physical world. In fact, if I take an object and I hand it to you, Tim, it leaves me and it goes to you. But that's not what's happening in the digital world. That's why every time you email somebody or you send them a file, you still have a copy of the file um, and they have a copy of the file of it now too. That's because the way digital information is transmitted is just like Morse code. So if you had a ship out there from shore doing a ship to shore communication and it was flashing Morse code, and let's say you had two people standing on the beach, that message is flashed once, two people received it, and now there are three copies of that message because the source is on the ship and the two people that received that message. And that's exactly what's happening on these networks. Uh, that information is getting replicated and mirrored, uh, and you are none the wiser because your data got to the destination and the person you sent it to said, yeah, I got it, I received it. 
Um, but now there are multiple copies of that. And it's only it only takes seconds before that replication takes effect. And now you've got hundreds, thousands, if not millions of copies out there. So that's crazy. Yeah, it it, uh, it 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 can get overwhelming when you start to really think about it. Um, All right, guys. Well, don't stress out because we don't want to lower your immune system. I know some of you are in the middle of healing, so we definitely want to do that. So let's we'll take another break. When we get back, we'll get into some of the solutions that uh, Cyrus has put together with his team for SideWest.com. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on Earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my guest, Cyrus Noriala. All right. Hopefully you guys aren't too freaked out knowing that um, the picture you sent to your grandchild is now in a million places. And so, so is that nasty uh, breakup letter and everything else that you put on the web. Um, so, Cyrus, like, people kind of have an idea about this, but we're so busy in our lives. It's kind of one of those things they put off because there's so much else going on, but you know, some people will like, okay, like me, I, I, I still have an old Gmail account. I use it when I'm buying stuff and I, you know, they're going to blast me and I just like, I'd rather make them pay for the storage use of it or whatever. But I got onto like, um, uh, proton mail, right. To, so that was my thing. I, I have, I have secure email for proton mail and they have VPN, these servers, but I just, I mean, I haven't had the time to do that stuff. Even with my company, I'm pro I'm pro I don't know if I'm I'm, uh, I'm probably a, a client of yours. I need, I need to be. So my webmaster is interested in talking to you about this. So why don't you walk this through it? So let's go through first um, the business owners and the solutions you provide for them, and then maybe for the average individual that's you know, you know, husband, kids, or wife and kids, or you know, retired, you know, or maybe. Just, you know, somebody entrepreneurial, it's solo show type thing. Yeah, so um, every business has some basic and foundational requirements. Uh, you want to have email. You might even have um, some type of, of an accounting need or function. Uh, you may even have a small database need, uh, like a contact management system or something like that. And all of these functions require software that are you know configured and geared toward those specific functions and but you need a place to house that software for it to run and normally traditionally where that runs is in a server which is just basically a, a more powerful computer and it uh, sits usually in a cold room environment and it has network access, whether it be a local network inside of your office, or maybe it has internet access so that you can securely connect to it from any remote location that um, where you're at. Uh, that traditional setup has kind of moved to offsite data center locations. And a lot of companies started to build their environments inside of those physical data centers. And now that trend is kind of the trend for that is kind of moving away from putting the expense into data centers. And that's why now the cloud is, is taking uh, more of a getting more attention out there. So a lot of companies are either offering the, uh, the environment, the, the virtual data center environment in the cloud, or they're actually offering software as a service, as it's known, where, you know, some software maker is hosting their software inside of somebody else's cloud and they're giving you remote access to it. And a very good example of that is Gmail. Gmail is a, think of it as an email server and, or an email cluster of servers that exist inside of the Google uh, data centers. And that application is running on servers that Google has set up. And then you're just remotely connecting uh, to that email box that they've set up for you, either through the client on your phone or the client on your desktop or what have you. 
Um, companies, though, traditionally don't use cloud services like that. They like to keep all of that data and those applications in-house because they like to maintain control and make sure that that information is kept private because it's got their um, business dealings in there. So what a lot of our customers do is they'll come to us and they'll set up a virtual data center environment and they'll build virtual servers and they'll put the application on those servers. And then they also will also provision them connectivity uh, options and solutions to get from their location to those applications that, that we're hosting in our cloud environment um, or from any remote location where they happen to have internet access. And so we guide their IT teams. Uh, sometimes they don't have IT teams, so we'll guide uh, those business owners through that. Uh, and one of the things that we've done, we were just awarded a patent last year, last September, um, and we're working on our second pat patent now. And what we've been doing is building and designing an interface to this cloud, which is a simplified interface. So you don't have to be a tech expert in order to get to these advanced cloud features uh, and set them up for your business. I'm one of these people, I will tell you, that are of the opinion that you have to get in the cloud and take advantage of these cloud features if you really wanna compete or continue to compete in your specific vertical. And the reason why is the cloud creates a ridiculous amount of redundancy and resiliency and uptime. And that is just something that you don't have when you try to build these um, environments for yourself. And these larger players, these Fortune 500 and Fortune 1000 companies are getting closer and closer to your lo local market share because the cloud is enabling them to do so. And they're taking away what usually differentiates a small business from a very large business, which is your flexibility and your responsiveness. These larger companies now are getting close to responding and being as flexible as the smaller business. Um, but then the quandary is for the smaller business is how do I do this? I don't have the technical expertise. I don't want to hire a bunch of contractors or a bunch of programmers and things like that. How do I do this? Or, or spend money on something. I don't even know if it's going to work. You know. Right. And you want it to be effective and you don't want it to be uh, too expensive, um, but you want to be able to compete. So that's really what we're doing. My, my uh, motivation, I don't know if I really clearly stated it earlier, my main motivation in starting SciWest was I was so frustrated with the apathy that I saw from the telecom industry to begin with and then the other tech companies in the cloud industry. And you know there are two things going on in the cloud industry right now. There's a lot of bait and switch going on because they lure uh, companies in with cheap prices and then their prices increase exponentially when their needs change. And then the other is lock-in. That's an actual term being used in the industry to describe a situation where once you you get in to their cloud environments, it's very difficult and cost prohibitive to get out. So it's a little bit like a Venus flytrap or a Hotel California. You can check in, but you can't check out. And Bank of America just recently spent $350 million to get out of Amazon. And the CEO is claiming that they're saving $2 billion a year by doing so. And it's not just the Fortune 500 that, that are experiencing the bait and switch and the lock-in. It's also um, companies that are smaller than them. So that's really the need that we're filling there. We're a safe place to go. We're not tied with government funding. We're a privately owned company. Um, we don't have shareholders. BlackRock and Vanguard are not on our board of directors. And so nobody is dictating woke policies or policies that uh, would invade the privacy of our customers' information. In fact, we've built an environment that even our own employees can't get to your information. Um, by default, all of our drives are encrypted on the back end. All of our communications are encrypted. Um, and our customers have total control of their environments. So it's not anything that even if there's a nefarious employee within our organization would even have the ability to go in and get to your information. Well, that's awesome. All right. So that's for small, medium, large business owners. Now, what about just the individual client, like the 
single mom at home or maybe the solopreneur or, you know, family that just wants to keep their data private. You know, like their email and, and have a cloud where they can keep everything, maybe their family photos and they'll have to have a million copies all over the planet. Right. So I have the same problem. Uh, I'm an individual like everybody else. And my parents recently retired and they had the same problem. They needed, they wanted to know, well, now that I'm not getting email from my work, you know, where do I go and get email? Should I get a Gmail account? They said to me, because that's what everybody thinks. And I said, absolutely not. Don't get a Gmail account. I said, you come here and I'll give you the email. Um, so I, and I'll just describe the scenario for myself a little bit, just so people have a good idea. I don't really live like everybody else um, in this digital environment. Um, I do have an iPhone, but when I take a photo on my iPhone, that, that photo doesn't go up to Apple servers in the iCloud. Um, what I've done is I've set up a, a secure uh, a file share server in our cloud environment. And so when I take a photo on my phone, uh, my photos go directly to that cloud server that I own and that I control. And it's all encrypted on the back end. Um, the emails, of course, um, that we host. So it is a little bit of a stretch for us as a company because we are a B2B business. And so we're not really geared toward um, that consumer side. And one of the the lures that you know companies like Google use is they offer free services, but there's really nothing free in this world, um, and that's where where the trade-off comes in. That's why you're giving up. You're you're clicking the checkbox that says I agree to give up all of your information and to give up your privacy. And um, you know there's a larger problem at work here, which is not just them sharing your information with vendors. Uh, the larger problem is, uh, you know, you may be sitting outside of certain government narratives and now they want to target you. Uh, so they'll share that information as well. Uh, so the best thing that we can do is we can create an environment that has a multi-user, multi-tenant approach to it. And by doing that, we can get the, we can minimize the cost, but we can also put the, uh, the individual uh, consumer into a more secure environment to run their email, share files. Um, for example, I share financials all the time through our cloud servers, um, the secure file share server uh, with my accountant. Um, my father had to uh, share with me his trust documents because we live long distance from each other. So we use that cloud environment to do that as well. Um, so there are a lot of different ways that this can play out, and there are a lot of different ways that we can start setting up um, something that's more geared towards the consumer that would be multi-tenant. The only problem you have with multi-tenant is um, you don't have managerial control over those servers that we use that provide you with those different services, whether it be email or, or what have you. Um, and... But if you want total control, then you need to stand up your own server and uh, do it like, like a business would do. And some people are willing to do that. Um, others are not, and they can choose, um, you know, the multi-tenant option. Okay. So they can just, yeah, multi-tenant, basically you're, you're dealing with the servers, but if somebody wanted to, they could set up their whole family with that. But it's kind of like, yeah. Click here, it's free, and everybody's like, I don't want to pay for email. You wouldn't even think about it, but nothing is free. There's nothing free in this life except for maybe gratitude and love. So and the things that nature gives us. But it's it's almost like I'm trying to put this into context. It's like driving a car, maybe, and they're like, Hey, you know, you can have free gas, but in the middle of the night, we're gonna take your car and use it for whatever we want. <laughs> you know, but you get free gas the rest of your life. And like, okay, so nothing's free because you're gonna get the usage on that truck. And maybe they kill somebody with, you don't know what's going to happen with your truck in the middle of the night. What if you need the truck, right? So if your information's out there, um, it's, you know, it's not free. You're giving, they're, they're gathering all your data and they're selling your data. That's it. They're selling your data, not just here, all over the world, all types of governments and organizations. So if, but nobody's really explained that just like, Oh, free account, click, boom, boom. Mike started emailing, Gmail, Gmail, you know, and they do that kind of stuff. So, for those of you that want to get out of that, would like to be have your information be free, have your pictures be free, 
I was laughing inside about you were talking about the pictures going to the data center because I, I like on these dating sites and stuff like that, some of these photos that people are sending back and forth, it's kind <laughs> of like, I'm not even going to bring it up, but I think people know what I'm talking about. You, that shit's all over the world, dude. It's like, yeah. <laughs> stop taking pictures of yourself and send them all over the place. You know, it's like, it's stupid. You have no idea where that stuff's going. So, but right. um, I really appreciate you, uh, Cyrus, coming on. And um, it really is a breath of fresh air to know that there are some companies out there that are into health and they're into your security and privacy when it comes to emails and photos on the personal level and data and having a cloud plat platform that's secure um, that even the employees can't see. That was a really important point for me. I was like, oh, wow, he's even encrypted so the employees can't get it because you know, there, there's only, you can have a defunct employee or maybe somebody's like, in, you know, inserted in there, you know, or something. You never know what's going on nowadays. I don't, it's just, I, I've been ripped off so much since last November. I can't even believe it. And I, my whole life, I really didn't have any security issues. And all of a sudden it's just left, right hook, left hook, straight jab. I've just been getting punched left and right. And it isn't any fun. It is yeah. not fun to deal with this stuff. And it's no big deal until it is. And then you're like, oh, I wish I would have done that, man. I wish I'd have paid my $50 a year, $100 a year to have my own private email and cloud services. Oh, that was stupid. It wasn't, there's nothing free. So if people, what's the best way for business owners and individuals to find you? I know you're more geared toward business to business, B2B. Um, or, or the, where's the best place to find you guys? Um, you can always go to cywest.com, which is C-Y-W-E-S-T.com. Um, we also have a, another landing page for CyWest Edge, which is our cloud environment, and that's at edge.cywest.com. But if you do go to the main website first, we do have a link in the upper right-hand corner that gets you over to the CyWest Edge site. And on the SciWest Edge site, there is a form at the bottom of that landing page. And it is a form for people who want to try our environment out for, you know, test drive it for 30 days. But if you fill out that form, we also use it as a contact sheet. So um, you can fill out that form. Um, somebody will engage with you likely over email at first just to schedule a time for a phone call. And we'll we'll uh, learn from you what it is you're really looking to do or trying to do, and we'll we'll see if there's a good fit. Um, and that's the other thing about us. Um, you're going to talk to a real person. You're not going to get stuck in the uh, PayPal vortex uh, that you were describing earlier. <laughs> it was horrible, dude. Yeah. Like just trying to get a hold of somebody. I'm like, I'm on the internet trying to get all this coming. I'm like, this is freaking ridiculous. And then somebody had literally taken the time to build a site. And then push it up in SEO. So I would call them to a fake data center and pretend like they were PayPal people and then try to get, and then finally the guy's like, oh yes, um, well, we no longer pay. We, we, we stopped doing that in May. We can't just refund your account anymore because of fraud. So you have to go to Walmart and get an eBay card and then put $400 on it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, screw you, dude. I'm just like, okay. And then, and then that once I know it's fraud, then I'll, I'll do stuff like, um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. I got to talk to my wife about it or something or like, I'm going to go. Yeah. I, I, then I just, I set the phone down and I go back to work for 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, Oh dude, I just got back. I, it's not here. It's, you know, it's, I got to go over here. Um, I got to run across the street. I'll be right back. And I put it back on. It's like, they wasted my time. I'm going to waste theirs. I'm just smiling the whole time, but probably easier just to hang up and move on. You have to be a dink about it. But then at the end, I usually, I, I used to tell them, Hey, look, you're a very talented person. You're a very talented person. I know you got a good heart. We get to choose darkness or light. Um, why are you choosing the darkness? Like, there's take your talents and go make something good out of yourself and quit scamming people, please. And then, like, well, screw you. And sometimes, and sometimes, yeah, I, I think I made a dent with one person. But anyway, then I hang up with them. So I'm glad <laughs> that you're out there. I'm glad that SciWest exists. Um, I'll have my, uh, my webmaster get in touch with you because this is something I've been thinking about for two years for our business. So very appreciative. And I'll let you guys know how it goes. Again, you guys can find them at CyWest, that's C-Y-W-E-S-T.com. And for the cloud services, that's edge.cywest.com. But you can also go to CyWest.com and in the upper right hand, click on it. and It'll take you to the cloud services and you can fill out that form and talk to a real person and see if they're a fit for you. And then you can try it out for free for 30 days. So that's a pretty good offer. Um, I appreciate it. And I also appreciate the listeners around the world that tune in. I hope that uh, you found some value here today. Um, I know that I'm excited about it. Um, that's why we had Cyrus on and, uh, I hope that it adds some value to your life so you can reduce your stress, 
improve your immune system and boost your health. You know, those gut microbiome don't do that well when you're all stressed out because people are stealing your information. So um, I hope you guys check them out again at SciWest.com. And um, I also want to thank you guys for sharing our podcast and continuing to make us one of the fastest growing uh, natural health podcasts in the globe. That's uh, I'm very grateful for that. And um, and if you're new, um, go back and check out some of the previous episodes. Um, one of my favorite ones, um, well, I have a lot of them, but uh, episode 161 is a really good one. Um, episode uh, when we talked about those those new far infrared saunas, also 38 with uh, Rebecca Harder, Gastrogirl. We want to learn about colon hydrotherapy. So many different episodes in there that we've had. Check out the title, see if there's something that resonates with you, and just peek around, listen to a few of them, see if there's some value there for us, for you. And then um, if you'd like, you can always send us an email to support at chemicalfreebody.com. That's support at chemicalfreebody.com. If you have any questions or any way we can support you and love on you and help you with your health and your life. Till next time, change yourself, change your world. I'll see you guys again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) 